Good morning and happy Friday to you all. It is a lovely, lovely Friday. It's Friday, as we love to say. So <laughs> I want to say good morning to all of you and welcome to the Autopsy of Her, Healing, Evolving, Resiliency. I am your host, Iris D. Owens, and on the line with me is my beautiful assistant co-host. Hey, honey bunny, how are you? Hey, honey bunny, Stephanie Diani Green. Oh, I, I love the background. You love the background? I do because I, I, I love those colors. They're, they're like <laughs> you know, my office was my other house. My office was the lighter pink color, mm -hmm. the more fuchsia. I love that color. And my office yeah. was the dark was the darker, mm. uh, the darker purple kind of bluish color. What's your office now? What color is your office now? And my office is it's like that beige color. Okay, it's not beige. It's more like that calming. Uh, uh, I won't call it beige because beige is really an old color, but it's more like a camel color. Okay, a camel's pretty. Mm -hmm. So, are you gonna paint it? No, <laughs> I'm, not pa I'm not painting. Yeah. I know you said you weren't, but I know if you want to paint your office because you like it. No, and listen, that's the great thing about my house. I don't have to do anything. It literally was moving ready. I don't have to paint anything. I don't have to change anything out. And I love it. And it's staying that way. <laughs> and not to mention that, you know, it's change is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to jump in and get started. We welcome you all. We thank you all for being here with us today. And we hope that you are having an amazing day. So topic today is going to be PTS, past tense situations. <laughs> so does that make sense to you? Past tense situations. Definitely. But we're yeah. going to talk about them and how they, how we get to the past tense, what we go through before getting to the past tense situations mm -hmm. and how we're affected by that. Yeah. So, absolutely. Steph, it is on you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like I'm I'm 57 years old. So, if you had your first little boyfriend in um, elementary school, you know, you've had all these boyfriends. So you go up, you you have relationships. As you get older, they get more serious. Right. And sometimes you leave these relationships with your feelings hurt. Well, I think most of the time, mm -hmm. even. If you're the one that left or the other person left, you feelings are hurt, right. you know, mm -hmm. because, but sometimes if you left or whomever left, your desire to leave is more than your hurt feelings. It's like, right. I, I gotta go, you know what I mean? So right. you go. Right. And, um, and if you think the grass is green on the other side, or you just need to go for yourself, nine times out of 10, somebody's going to someone else, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have never been in a place well, I to be honestly, honestly speaking, it wasn't my, it was just my energy has been in a place that all of the relationships within hurt feelings that now people are resurfacing in my life in different ways. If they're bringing mm -hmm. a different energy and bringing with them um, closure that I didn't even ask for, mm -hmm. but they feel the need to have closure with me. And I can honestly say that looking at it in a big picture, it's, it's okay. I think maybe prior to my near-death experiences has been so important to me. 
Um, mm -hmm. When you go through tragic situations, you know, it changes you. And I know it has changed me a lot. And amongst all the growth that I have been doing for myself. So you giving me closure now, you know, maybe I needed two years ago or, you know, within my, my marriage, I needed five years ago, but right. I just, I, I, I have closure within my own self. Right. But then once you go through all those situations, um, like I spent, you know, the weekend with my ex-husband, you know, I mean, separate hotels, but we had a great time with our children mm -hmm. and which is the way that it should be. You should not, because you must have had the, that enough love with that person to marry them and then go to have not only one, but two children for them. Correct. That is correct. That was everything, you know, and, it, and it should, as it should be, having children shouldn't be a casual act. It should be correct. something that is seriously, seriously thought about because it's yes. another human being that you're shaping and molding um, that didn't ask to be brought here. It shouldn't right. be your accessory. It shouldn't be your baby doll. Right. You know, it's a human being. That's what right. it is. So, um, and to see your children, because however, your children are always watching you. I don't care how old they get. And they learn from watching. People don't learn from talking and um, they learn, they don't really learn from listening. They learn from watching. Correct. So they watch you and how you do things, it makes it better for them. Do, do you doing the things in the right way? Right. And that was a good feeling. I, I think I told you, I said, we had the first the day was a perfect day and right. it really was right and then it was somebody that I had dated and now I was just like reaching out and they kept reaching out but I really what are you reaching out for and then finally because it was so odd I kept blocking his number blocking his number and I was like I think I even said to you why the block thing don't work you know what <laughs> I mean <laughs> but it's just like and you did not realize the more you try to keep somebody out the more they're gonna try to get in Mm. so if I just you know stop it's like you know you're fighting against that and then it was okay then they'll stop calling you which is kind of like what I thought then obviously that wasn't the case but it was different and it was like you know I want to have a conversation like just how you doing and then it's okay you know and now it's come like full circle that we're in a place that we're not friends but we're we're okay you know what I mean but I really think that we lose use that word friendship too loosely. Mm -hmm. You know, because your friend is, you know, you know, to be friends with the opposite sex is a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. It's like that's a can you be friends with the opposite sex with not sexual tension? Or right. you need to be friends after, you know, right. y'all broke up because right. now all that's out of the way. Right. But um, and so I guess we are somewhat friends. But um, it's just like, it's interesting because you now no longer, I don't need your closure. I don't need any, I don't need anything from you. You know, I don't need anything. I just need whatever I need. I need it from God. And that's what he gives me. But it's interesting because people, I guess, feel, feel the need to do that because deep down inside, you know, when you were, when you did somebody wrong or however you handled the situation. Could and, be. And, and it could be that, Again, when we don't deal with our own past tense situations, mm. we don't know, or if we were never taught how to <coughs> leave a situation gracefully. And many of us are not taught that. Um, many of us are taught, you know, to avoid confrontation. Exactly. Um, if something is not going the way you expect it to, 
to go as opposed to speaking to a the person that you're involved in the situation with because what life is relational right mm -hmm. you're talking to everyone else outside of this relationship <laughs> Exactly, but the, but the person or the thing or the situation that you're having the conflict with or you're struggling with has no idea sometimes that you're even having these thoughts or these feelings. And yet we expect that this other person, like you should know it. You should know that you should know that I'm not, I'm not happy. Mm -hmm. And then, and I'm gonna put a pin right there. It is, it, it takes maturity in life. It takes situations in life. It takes hurt, pain, trauma, uh, things that don't make us feel good to realize. And if you haven't realized that you need to begin to realize other people are not responsible for your happiness, just as you are not responsible for other people's happiness. That's right. Happiness is a is a is an emotion and it's a feeling, it's a state of mind. It exactly. happiness changes, it goes up, That's it right. goes down, it goes sideways, it goes flat, it goes mm -hmm. really high. But the only person that's responsible or in control of that is the person who is experiencing the emotion of exactly. happiness. Mm -hmm. Just like all of your emotions, we can say, you know, someone can make us angry right but we also can choose how we choose to be angry mm -hmm. um you know um, anger not to be angry or choose not to be angry because mm -hmm. what we don't understand is that when we get when we are moved by a situation to the point that we make decisions that may not have been a wise decision or we continue in engaging in a relationship or in a situation that we are not happy in but we keep holding on to it because we're like, well, eventually you're going to make me happy. And eventually I'm going to find happiness with you because I, I think you are my happy. You, I'm not your happy. And that's a dangerous they thing. Not, they are not your happy. And you're no, not their happy. Because if I'm not happy when I meet you, I may, I may become elated at moments. But when I start to rehearse my past tense my pts my past tense situations my happiness can very well change mm -hmm. into anger into depression into sadness into darkness because i haven't dealt with my pts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and i think many times we go we go through life from one situation to the next from one relationship to the next and I remember as a as a younger a younger woman always being told you need to take time after a relationship and you know well they never said digest it but you need to take time that's what people would say you need mm -hmm. to take time and I would always say take time for what mm -hmm. like what is it that I need to do here mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um and most of us we we live with the antics sometimes of well, if you want to get over somebody, mm -hmm. what's the other thing? Get up mm -hmm. under somebody else. Well, that's not the answer no, either. <laughs> um, but what we do need to do is find that space for ourselves 
to really dissect again autopsy what just happened conduct an autopsy on that relationship on that situation that you just went through or you're dealing with or you're going through or you're considering am I going to go back into it because that's the thing as human beings we tend not to take time out to dissect things um you know it's interesting because in science right the way you learn about an a, a, a species or an animal or a mammal or something is what you dissect it <laughs> wait yeah, that's, just, how learn, just, that's how you learn to be a, a doctor too you gotta right. get, get, a, get a, the cadaver when yes you work medical you, school right you work on the cadaver all through medical school that's right. cadaver. and what is a cadaver it's dead it's it's a it's a dead body right exactly okay mm-hmm. when you're in science the frog the poor frog is dead right mm-hmm. the, the, whatever it is that they're giving to you it's dead and then yeah. we we go through this thing where we're like oh my god this is so disgusting but when you're done if you go through the process you learn so much yeah, about that thing and you come mm-hmm. you walk away going man I always just looked at a frog that a frog hopped and leaped and made weird noises and some are poisonous and they could give you warts and, uh, you know, these are the mm-hmm. things that we think. But if you dissect the frog, you learn so much about the frog. How come we don't do that with our relationships? Mm-hmm. We don't take the time to dissect. Well, I think like um, you, I, I, I think that most people are dissecting wrong. I think, you know, because I've had many times, like I've, I've been single for a year. I've been single for however long, you know, mm-hmm. now I've been single for like, you know, over two years and, um, you know, it's okay. But I, if through periods of time, I've been single for long periods of time. And, um, but sometimes you're not doing it the right way. Like my, my first fiance, um, you know, we never got married. But I think I was telling you that he died um, recently. Mm-hmm. And um, I hadn't seen this man, oh my God, since I was like, since we broke up, like I was like 21. Right. But think about it. I think about how I did not know how to heal from that relationship. It took so much out of me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. When I look back, I mean, I ran off and got married to someone else out of the pain of that relationship. Right. You know. Now, the one thing I did realize is that because it was more like, I really, I don't uh, like dating. So it's something I have to really put myself to do. You know, mm-hmm. I am definitely more like, you know, I, I meet somebody, um, you, we meet each other, we like each other, let's build on this and let's get married and go off into the sunset kind of person. Right. I don't feel like I need to date all these people just to know what I want. So right me not wanting to date so oh, like this guy and I had met him like through my mother actually and um you know after two weeks of dating he was like oh let's get married this is like hot you know what I mean wow like oh yeah and I'm like oh absolutely let's get married and um anyway anyway so we got married ran up to Las Vegas and got married and then as soon as we got married he started trying to control me. Now, for me, I can honestly tell you, it was bad on my part because that's when I learned that sharing my body with somebody that I wasn't truly in love with, I could not do. 
Mm. So I had a hard time. Like I just it was like when he would try to be intimate with me, that was not working for me. Right. Um, and so I, so I learned something about myself um, and I just couldn't do it. And then I guess with, it was but not just that, but he wanted to control me and that wasn't going to happen. And then um, I realized one day I was getting ready or something and he just came up behind me and we were looking in the mirror together. And he says to me, you know, you're lucky somebody like me would want somebody like you. Look at yourself. You're wow. not you're not pretty. You're really kind of ugly. Um, wow. Oh, oh yes. It was like deep. And so because you know, when 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 you're when you're trying to hold on to something, like what happened, which way you can hold mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, honey, but you just don't know this chickadee. <laughs> and literally. I was like, at that point, and exactly. But what had happened was um, when I got married, I was still you know, living home with my mom. I was 23, I graduated from college, already was working in corporate America. I was making, at that time, I was making like $45,000 a year. So money wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. And my mom, she freaked out. When I ran over, got married, she threw me out. Like, oh, you can't come in my house. Well, first, show me a marriage certificate, then you can leave. Because the whole thing was like, with my family, they did not want you leaving the house unless you were married. So it wasn't like go off, live on your own, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I left, when that happened, I came back, my cousin picked me up, which, oh, your mother's upset. My aunt, my aunt here in Savannah, I'm gonna stay with her on Sunday. She called my mother, she said, don't let that girl come back in that house. Do not throw her out like that, you know? But, um, but when everything was said and done, I went to my mother, I said, I, I was wrong. You were right. I apologize. I need to come back home. And I told that person, I said, let me tell you something. I'd rather live with my mother than live with you. Mm. You know, because mm-hmm. she that was the problem where she was very controlling. Right. So now the situation, you're gonna try to control me. That's not right. gonna work. You know, and once I moved back home, and it, I literally the whole relationship was like 14 weeks, literally. Mm. You know, so because we got married in May, I was back home and filing for divorce by July. And by January, <laughs> I was divorced. Okay. And I told my mom, I said, look, I said, um, and oh, I bought some artwork on my nephew. She said, oh, so where are we going to hang this up at? And I said, that's going in my apartment. I said, I am moving out and right. having own space. And that's right. what I did. Right. You know, and I was very happy. I was in my apartment for like five years, you know, quite happy by myself. Why do you think you married someone that you had only known for such a short time? Because it seemed like we had all that going, you know what I mean? Not, I mean, I know people have done that and it does, it can work. Oh yeah, and it works, yes. I, I felt we had, and I, I it's so funny that I was doing, a, um, for my company, I had to do, um, something for Essence magazine and when I was there working on the shoot and I don't know if you remember the model Wanaki I was often wonder what happened to Wanaki um mm-hmm. she was beautiful um brown model with all this beautiful hair it was like mm-hmm. right and, and she was there she was like oh girl that's so sexy and all the whatever it was a big thing it was all about this girl around got married that's so hot. right right and you know by time for time you do your shoot and it goes to print I'm calling Essence like, because I, I quickly changed my name to his name. 
<laughs> I was like, we got to put green in. And she's like, I mean, people remember. They were like, Stephanie, what happened? It didn't work out. Right. And I was like, and I wasn't even really ready to talk about it at that point, you know, with the editors of Essence. Right. But, you know, like it didn't work out, you know, and just moved on. But, you know, it was so funny, like four years ago, this guy is on Facebook looking for me. Mm. I'm looking for wow. my wife. And I'm like, I literally, I haven't seen this man since I'm like 23. Okay. <laughs> and he said he's looking for his wife. For me. First of all, that is not the right title. Exactly. <laughs> Let's be clear. But that, 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 gives, that lets me know that, okay, that space that you, I see the it was, it was, you know, it was there, you know what I'm saying? Right. right. So I did, I, let me tell you, I like, you know how you the tip packer? I, I'm the non-responder. I have right. no problem <laughs> responding to people. Like, it's not, you know, people like, you know, cause people like, oh, show them you doing well. I don't need to show you, I don't need to show nobody nothing. I need to show you nothing. I, I need to, I need prove nothing to you. Yeah, nothing. And, and that's, I, I, that's, that's something that gets us stuck. Um, it really does. You got to show some of us. Things. We think that we need to prove something to somebody exactly. Or, exactly. or we sometimes we are guilty, though, of making another person feel that we need them for something exactly that they think we don't have. Mm-hmm. We have it. Mm-hmm. But we we will we will fall back. Yeah, minimize right? minimize right. Mm-hmm. We will minimize ourselves mm-hmm. because yep. we think that oh I don't want to I don't want to you know offend. I don't want to rock the boat I don't want to offend you exactly. I don't want to hurt your feelings I don't want to make you feel less than a man right and I want to I want to make sure that you understand that I need you. And as important as it is, we all want to feel needed. So it's not just men who want to feel needed. Women want to be feel want to feel needed too. Exactly. But, but it's respect that we really want. It, right. It's the respect that we really want. And for individuals, for male, female, mm-hmm. we all have a different sense. We all, you know, like they say, we all have a different way of, of loving mm-hmm. or, or of caring and how mm-hmm. we how we show up in our relationships is based on how we see love and how mm-hmm. we see relationships and how we how we identify what caring is. Mm-hmm. And so many times we put ourselves in situations where we already knew, we knew, we absolutely knew that there were things between differences between this person and, and, and I that we should have never engaged in a intimate relationship as such. Absolutely. Um, and hence the reason why I, I now understand. And it's so funny that you brought this up today, Steph, because I think it was, it was yesterday or it might've been this morning. I don't even know. It might've been last night. Cause yesterday, this week has been a really amazingly productive week, but it's been really juggling a lot of stuff. And I just remember like, you know, talking to God and saying, God, you know what? Please forgive me for all the foolishness like of people. I had no business. I'm absolutely no business being with them. Like if I met them, it should have been, how are you? It's so good to meet you and keep it moving 
no exchange of information, exactly. no follow-up, no, exactly. can we just go, no. It should <laughs> just been no, absolutely, no. It's true, it's true. Right? It's true. Because mm-hmm. we, we, we tend to do that. We're, we're attracted, one, to the outer appearance of exactly. a person. Because we don't know anything about you. Well, I don't know nothing about you. Um, and, you know, and, you know, and I think we, that, that, that internal thing that we have, and we all have it, and that energy. Yes, is, it's it is real. So, it's so it's real. real. You know, you know me with my visions. You know, like the one guy that the guy I was just talking about. I, I you know we broke up a couple, like a couple of years ago. Or so, literally, I was, you know, leaving his mother's house, and the vision because he showed me. I, I know a picture of his ex-wife. I knew what she looked like, and she came to me in a vision at the door and say, "Get out! Get out! Get out!" I, I can't do not. See? I was like, oh, I, I had to see? jump. Yes, see? yes. But that see, that's is- your, but that's your inner self speaking to you, yeah. telling you something. And what do we do? Sometimes we ignore that thing. We go. Well, I, I really didn't. I was just trying to figure out how can I no longer go back down this rabbit hole. I, I, <laughs> I can tell you what with me. Even even when I got married, I, we got married to Little White Chapel in Las Vegas, and so I was, did I. I didn't see we had something else in common. <laughs> no, so did I. <laughs> That's so funny. So did I. Uh, that's that's our, our minister's name was Gary. I can't remember. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. His name was Gary. I have the videotape to prove it. I, I, I don't even have the videotape anymore. I, I don't know where that is. I moved yeah, so I still have it. But um anyway, so when um Oh, I lost track of what it is. No, you were talking about you got married in a little white chapel of the flower. What oh, yes. And so when I was walking down the aisle, I was like, oh, like, oh Lord, I, how can I do this? And it, it, like, I knew I shouldn't have been walking down that aisle. Right. Now go to 1997 when I got married 10 years later. Um, same thing. And it's so funny because I said to my um my fiance at the time, I'm like, I don't know, like, suppose I get nervous coming down the aisle because this was something that we talked about. Right. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna come and get you. And I was walking down the aisle. You were there. Yep, I was. I had that, I had that little, the feeling like, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. And it was, and it was right. It was definitely, definitely right. Right. You know? And I still, you know, did that. And we ran and we ran that race for 21 years. Right. You know, not necessarily with right. the race, but the run, you know what I'm saying? So right. the, the feeling is real. So that no matter how nice or charismatic somebody is, you have to, with that feeling of saying, everything's Don't do me. it. And that's what's been happening to me now. And right. trust me, I have been listening to it. Yes. I, yes, I've been like, or just your habits. Like I met this guy the other day. Um, I gave him my business card. He texted me. I was going on. I was going out to dinner with my friend Joe from Tokyo. Right. And he, while I was at dinner, he t- oh, text me a bottle of wine. You should be here, here with me. Get the wine. And I'm like in my mind thinking like I wouldn't be there with you. We'd be out somewhere, but I wouldn't even be drinking wine because I don't know you. I'm not a big drinker anyway. But I'm not drinking wine with somebody I don't know. Right. Um, and but then I never heard from him again. So it was right. It was interesting. I mean, when he texted, I texted. Because you didn't, you didn't fall into the web, love. Yeah, you exactly. Didn't fall into the web. And that, and, okay. uh, and that, I told you. Did I tell you the story about the thirty-year-old who tried to pick me up? I told you that, right? 
Well, I, I know a lot of 30 year olds try to pick you up because look at you. Look, I mean, <laughs> so I understand that. And you know, like, I, I know this, this beautiful woman that you are. I, I, oh I, my God, that's hilarious that you would say a lot of 30 year olds try to. No, well, he, he tried to pick me up, and it was so funny because just to tell you how much I've been out of the game. I thought that this young man was talking to me. He was a, he was a barber. And so I thought he was really talking to me because of my hair. And then I also was looking for this particular place and he saw me walk up and down the block. Like I had gone down the block and then I, I went down the block one way and then I crossed the street and came back up the block. And so he said, I saw you go by. He says, are you, you know, can I help you find something? And I said, yeah, I'm looking for da 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 da. And he goes, oh yes that's at the corner down the street. So he says, I'll walk you. I said, okay, great. So we walked down the block and then he asked, you know, um, about my hair and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, you know, my barber's been my barber for 15 years. Da, 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 da. And so he says, you have Instagram? Yes, I have Instagram. I'm oblivious to, you know, because one of my friends was like, when he asked for your Instagram, first of all, he's young. See, the, uh, the older person is going to ask, if you're on Facebook or what's your number, period, not are you on Instagram? But I don't, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. Then he says, do you sip? I'm sorry, what? Do you sip? I said, what do you mean, drink? He goes, yeah. And I go, yes, I do. So he goes, well, what are you doing later? <laughs> I'm oblivious. I'm just, I said to him, I said, I am going to celebrate my my um one of my friends um 61st birthday he goes 61st birthday I said yeah like don't don't do that I said because I'm 56 years old so then he says but what are you doing tomorrow and I'm like wait what (laughs) (laughs) and so then he says um he says I would really like to take you out I said wait I said how old are you he says, I'm, I, he, no, first he says, that doesn't matter. I said, oh, no, it, it really does matter, love. I said, how old are you? He says, I'm 30. I said, honey, let me tell you something. I have a 32-year-old, a 27-year-old, and I just dropped my 18-year-old left college last week. I said, you, so he goes, no, 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 we're all grown here. I said, oh, no, sweetheart, I'm grown. You are not. <laughs> you are not <laughs> especially at 30 at two years ago your brain just formulated for you to start to behave maturely because that's what they say statistically a man yeah, a male's brain right 28 before it's completely developed right yeah. so I was like you just you just so you are not grown I'm sorry I can't help you and he so he's texting me and he's it, I never bothered And then he finally stopped. And I said, yes, because you're probably used to older women making that and going, oh, my God, that's so cute. Like, um, no, honey, you're younger than my son. No, it's not. And you're two years younger than my daughter. Yeah. And then you're, you're way older than my youngest. So the problem is your digits don't match with mine. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So it is interesting that when men, you know, when men or we encounter people, right, we encounter men and then they come with the they come with the line. And it's funny because I told my daughter, 
men's lines are the same at four. 14, 24, 44, 64, 84. Sorry, dogs. I'm sorry, but it's true. Your game is the same. <laughs> your yeah, your whole entire that. life. And I yep. say that. Now, if you don't have game, you won't be offended. But if you got game, you're offended. And you should be because it's yeah, game. Absolutely should be. <laughs> it, it's game. And, and so it takes us, though, as women, a little bit longer to recognize that is game uh-huh. because game. We're, we're, we're so we, we we fall into the oh the woo 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 stays like oh my god he's so into me he's calling he takes me out to dinner he's so nice he's like no, let's get past all the nicety let's get past all the fracking that, that, that thing okay Is yeah that- <laughs> get past all that let's get to the real nitty-gritty about who you are as a individual like, mm-hmm. when's the last time you were in a real relationship? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a real relationship? And if you were, how long was it? Mm-hmm. And in the end, when it was over, what role did you play? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's a lot. You know, we we love, we all, as human beings, we love to play the victim. And we will quickly say... Okay. Absolutely. Oh, so-and-so did this and they did this. And mm-hmm. I was just trying to, no, 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 no. We all play a role because That's as good. a female, as a woman, if mm-hmm. I encounter the guy who I already know you have some game and I continue to proceed with you, I am just, I'm, I'm an accessory to That's your, exactly. to your antics. You're, you're a willing participant. Absolutely. And then I can't turn around and go, you did me so wrong. Exactly. Hun, he told you that he was he, he, was, in a, he was in a situation when he met you. He told you from the door, which you he, chose to ignore. Because for some reason, we all get in our minds. Me, yes. when I lay on my back for you, it's going to be the best experience he ever had. No, honey, bunny, it's the same experience. Until that man truly loves you. Right. It's, time. it's a right. different experience. Right. Okay. But no, let's go back until he truly loves himself. Oh, yeah. But enough, when he loves yeah, enough to find the ability to love another human being. Exactly. You know, respectfully and lovingly and truthfully, mm-hmm. he really cannot do anything for you. And that's nope. the same men. It's the same for the woman, mm-hmm. you know, because I know, you know, Women, we come, we come with game too. Oh, absolutely. We, we come with the, oh, you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that and you're supposed to do this. And, this. and yet we want our women liberation. I want to mm-hmm. be free and I don't, you're not going to mm-hmm. tell me what to do. And you, but then when we get ready, we want to play the game. That's right. I, don't know, I can't fix that. I can't fix that tire. I know how to change my tire. Mm-hmm. Now I could change my own tire, but now at this point in my life, I prefer to have someone else change the tire. Triple A. Right. Okay. Triple A. <laughs> exactly. I can change. I can do electrical work. Am I an expert at it? No, but I can do more than change a light bulb. Mm-hmm. But I would prefer someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. But but it's need. It needs to be understood that as human beings, as individuals. I make a decision about how much I'm going to give of give of myself exactly. in order to allow you in. Uh-huh. I make adjustments. 
you make adjustments for the people you let into your life. The thing is that is where we, we have, we get tripped up is that sometimes we adjust so much that we forget what we really wanted and who we really are. And then when, and then when that person comes out, the other person is like, Oh no, you're not the person. No, I am that person. They Mm -hmm. are that person. Mm-hmm. Yep, they you, are. Ju- you were just so busy trying to make them what fit into that mold. There you go. That's right. That fit into that mold. You can't make so much adjustment. Well, you can make good adjustments. Don't all have to right. be bad. But you right. can't make so many adjustments that you don't even recognize your own self in the mirror. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like I tell right. you, I, I did suffer from some um, postpartum, especially when I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. Because I kept like, you know, people were like, oh, you can't wear them heels no more. You ain't going to be able to do this. I would just hear those things. Right. When I was, one of my girlfriend's mother, she was good for saying that. Oh, fancy, fancy. You know, I've, I've been wearing high heels since I'm in the fourth grade. I, I, I love high heels. Right. You um, and I both. <laughs> I remember you know, when I bought my first pair. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I, I was just like, and like for me, what people call dressed up is just what I look like every day. You know, and, oh, you're not going to be able to do that. Why are you looking we don't so know casual? Exactly. Exactly. And so once I had, I never forget, I just was like, oh my God, I just needed to see myself. You know, it was important right. to get up, put my clothes on, fix myself up and still look like Stephanie. Right. And not to look like, oh, and like even some of you, oh, you have a child now. You don't need to do that. You married now. I even, I was engaged, you know, I like, I'm, I was a, the serial fiance for a minute. <laughs> Fiancés. But the one guy was in, and God told me about him too. And again, would not, could not, you know, intimately was a problem. I used to think it was my problem. And I realized it wasn't my problem. It was my emotion. Mm-hmm. And because I just didn't have that type of connection and all this stuff. And when he called my mother and told my mother I would not sleep with him, my mother went, oh, she's not a virgin. She won't sleep. My mother said, you, think she, you ain't married to her. She ain't be running around giving her body to all these people. Oh, my mother, he went off on him. Why, why would you call my mother? Because my mother was so for the relationship. So he thought he yes. could not tell her about anything. Right. You know, like, you go over and you sleep with that. My mother's like, yeah, you need to leave my daughter alone. This is this Right, is you need to go away. <laughs> but I know, but it was a, it was a breakdown. First of all, he chased me for five years and I just, I'm like, you should me all, you know, and I should have never even gotten involved in a relationship with him. But the one thing that he did do, he was like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to fix yourself up no more. You already got me. I said, honey, I don't do this for this you. This is I not know. for you. <laughs> like, yeah, I want you to be very clear. This is not very for you. clear. And I like, and, and, and I can honestly tell you until this day, I have yet to meet a man that's not trying to take something from me that I enjoy for whatever reason. You know, um, like the, the last guy, you know, it, um, it was my car, you know, cause I was driving Lyft, you know, trying to, you know, get myself back together going through this whole situation. And I was just finishing about, oh, are you gonna continue? That's what he said, well, are you gonna continue to drive unless I'm not? I said, this is a means to end for my divorce. I said, but that's not what I'm planning on doing. Oh, you need to get this other kind of car. You need to get this. He used to rag on my car and then rag on like the places I like to eat because he's still uh, 56 years old and is like, you know, he don't probably own stock at McDonald's at this time because he still eats McDonald's. Like, 
And I like, I don't eat that. You know what I mean? I don't need to be ridiculed by anyone about right. what I like to eat. You know, I, oh, you like the or what I like to drive or where I like to go or what I like to wear. I don't need I don't need to be hit with that. I, I right. went to the thing with my husband with the pocketbooks. Oh, you need everything to be so so. Why can't everything be so so? We have this beautiful home here. I made this house so it's, it's nice. You love it, right? You know, I take care of our children and it's like, but now you're going to make try to make me feel like a certain kind of way. I don't, I, I'm sorry, I'm not leaving the house with, a, with something ragged on my head. I'm not going to do that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't, um, we had to go somewhere unexpectedly that morning and he left me and my daughter. You know, she was a baby. Oh, just put something on her. We had to go to the church. I'm not, I'm not just putting anything on her. We just got the call this morning. I'm trying to get us together. And he left. You know, because like, it was something with his family. And I was like, wow, that was interesting because I trust and believe I'm not, you know, showing up any kind of way, you know, but I prepare for that. I'm not having you sitting waiting for two hours, but now, because it's like this, all these things that attracted you to me is all things that you learned now that you don't like about. Me. Right. And, but I could spot that too, because I know when someone's attracted to all that energy that I'm bringing at times and they're attracted to all the physical and I could just walk away from it because now I literally recognize it right away. Right. Because right. I realized that they sound like that's what they're attracted to, but they want to try to take all those things from you to keep you, like kind of put you right. in a box or right. in a cave. You right. know, I like, what is that, with that movie, um, uh, Dirty Dancing? Nobody puts baby in a corner. Okay? Right. <laughs> right. And, and, but what you're saying is very true because I it remember is. Is. My, my, my ex-husband, same thing. Um, you know, I, I love to have fun. You know, I, mm-hmm. I love to be, I'm a social butterfly. I love to be around people. When I laugh, I laugh hearty. When I'm speaking, I speak <laughs> out loud. And, you know, after we got together, it was kind of like, I could hear you down the hall. And, and so then, but then I found myself going, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what? Why am I, why am I sorry? Because exactly. I'm only, I'm, I'm being, I'm the same person that you met and that you claimed you were in love with, that you exactly. wanted to marry and we married. Yet after we get married or we're in a committed relationship, now all of a sudden you have issues with, and see, people will disagree with this. But that's, that's a perfect time when you start to see things shift to have an evaluation. Because guess what? Don't you have an evaluation on your job? Don't mm-hmm. you do an evaluation of your bank account? Don't you, mm-hmm. you know, balance your checkbook and your mm-hmm. money? Don't you mm-hmm. check your stocks and say, oh, maybe I need to sell this because it's not doing good. However, we don't do that in relationships. We don't mm-hmm. take stock of our relationships. We don't mm-hmm. evaluate our relationships. What we do is we get mad, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have we have arguments and we have these moments of I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm just not going to be bothered with you right now and then we'll just have a cooling off period and then we'll just come back together and then we'll move on. The the problem with that though is that you we never address what the problem is. Mm-hmm. It just kind of sits there and it mm-hmm. just keeps, we keep piling things on top of it. And I think I was saying earlier, I don't think I finished what I was saying, was that I had this conversation with myself about all the things I could identify as to why I should have never been 
with people that I had been with. Mm-hmm. Like I saw those things and for whatever reason, I, I literally chose to not ignore them. I knew they existed, but in my mind and not even, I'm not the person who I think I can change somebody. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not that person either. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I thought, oh, wow, they've, you know, if this was to happen, they would be different. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to change you, but in my mind, I'm saying, oh, but if maybe if you had this type of experience in life, this would help you heal from whatever it is that's going on with you. Mm-hmm. And then I think, or I deem myself, I'm supposed to be your joy maker. I'm supposed to be your peacemaker. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be, mm-hmm. no, you're not. I'm not. I'm supposed to be your court jester. <laughs> right. I'm not. We, we all have to deal with our hurt. Mm-hmm. We all have to deal with our own disappointment. We all have to deal with our darkness. We all have to. And the, 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 the challenge is, is that we go from one situation in life to another situation in life to another situation in life to another situation in life. And so that's when we are dealing with past tense situations. And the next person in the line is dealing with all of that, not even knowing that that's what you brought. Sure. The same way you're dealing with that person and you don't realize that they're bringing past Mm -hmm. situations, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's what makes relationships really hard. And I always, I've always said, I think the major breakdown is in, in relationships are that people will not or choose not or won't not be honest with people. You won't be honest with yourself and then you won't be honest with the other person in yes. saying, you know what? Maybe I am not ready to do this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. One of the things I really appreciate about someone that I, I was involved with, they said, I don't have the capacity to do that right now. They said, I just don't have the capacity to be in that type of relationship. In the beginning of that, I was like, well, excuse me, what? Like, so what are we doing here? But I had to, I had to dissect that and really take them at their word for what they were saying. Because we always say, we want honesty, right? We want honesty. Tell me what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. And they did. And if I had, if I had pressed that button to say, Ooh, I'm canceling you because you don't have the capacity (laughs) to be with me where I want to be. I probably would have missed out on a great relationship. But because I took that step back mm-hmm. and tried to understand where they were coming from mm-hmm. and then said to myself, are you ready for that capacity? Do you have the capacity? Because when, it, when they questioned their selves or they put their stuff out, it made me look at myself and say, hmm, maybe I'm not feeling this thing that I think I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if we would just be honest, it would help both parties learn how to just kind of sit back for a minute, dissect mm-hmm. it, examine it, look at it, and really, mm-hmm. really understand where you are. 
-hmm. You know, like we all, we started this conversation because you were saying how you're a sensitive person and you, your feelings get hurt, but is it our feelings or is it something what's behind the feelings though? Mm -hmm. Because there, there obviously has to be experiences that have built up that feeling when we get to that point where we feel we either feel rejected or we feel ignored we feel unseen we feel unheard you know mm -hmm. we have all these i just i'm not feeling what i want to feel therefore you're not making me happy and in some cases you need to look at that and say this is not the person for you this is not that, the relationship for you that, that's what i was gonna say that's what it really comes down to because you should be seen and heard and all these things in a relationship if right. that person doesn't bring that to the relate i mean you should hurt anybody in a relationship and they're not giving you that then that's not the person for you right but you're looking for those things in the wrong person right you know it's like it's like literally that inner voice but i just want to piggyback on something you were saying earlier um, I just sold the house up in Union, um, uh -huh. New Jersey, and when I left, there was a car dealership. So I went over there because you know I'm shopping for a new car. Uh huh. The guy, the guy, he's about 24 years old. <laughs> Here we oh, go. Yes, he just texted me just before I got I'm like, so "How you doing?" Oh, I'm like, "You get any new cars in?" Like, You're right. So we know how you doing. Right. You know? We're not friends. No, no, no. Like, oh, you try. Like, I guess he trying to do the Mac on me. Right. And then when my car broke down at two weeks ago, the guy, he 26 years old, he asked me out on a date. I'm like, I, I don't, I, as anything I could push out, I don't date. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Anything I, I could push out. out. Yeah, I can, right. You're, You're right about that. I told that young man, I said, I had memories older than you, honey. So yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We not, we not, there's nothing cute about it. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. No. He's like, but you didn't push me out. I said, but I could have. But well, I could have. Yeah, I certainly could have. Thank you very much. So you know, it is like when we see, even when we see that. I don't know about you, but for me, I'm always like, oh, that's so cute. You're such a, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I'm proud of you. You're doing so well in life. Yeah, I, that's what I would say to my son. It's nothing. Like I had this one kid. He had to be like 19, so I ended up like kind of coaching him. <laughs> No, right. and I, that's what ends up I, happening, right? Yeah, I like because he called me. He was like, and I knew he worked at one of my accounts, and I was telling my soldier. He's like, oh, Miss Stephanie, like he didn't call me Stephanie. I want to talk to you, whatever. And he called me. He's like, so what are you wearing? I said, excuse me, what? <laughs> what are you wearing? What am I wearing? I said, I said, let me tell you something, young man. I said, stop running around here with these young women, old women. I said. They only want you for your body. Oh, that's not right with me. I said, trust and yes. believe that's not all right with you. Yeah. I said, you do not want to put yourself in that position. You know, yes. I mean, he would call me often, often and on for like a while. Like the, I guess he finally he stopped calling me. And, um, but it was just like, what is going on with that? I think that's not a good, healthy thing. No. Not I mean, if you're, and maybe if he's 40 and you're 50, I wouldn't do it. But let somebody be adult. They have gone through something. They have lived a little. Right. You know, have an idea of something. I still don't think 10 years. I'll do five, the most young or five older for me, you know, because the, the difference is there and it's big. Oh, you yeah. Know? I mean, it, it's not, it's, the, it's not everyone. Like my niece, her, her husband just bought her a beautiful house. And, you know, he's 12 years younger than her, but he adores her. They've been married for six years now. You know, they dated for like 
four years before they got married. And so they've been together for quite a while and, you know, it, and it works. And right. I, never I always remember what they had on their program. We only have to be perfect for each other. Amen. And whatever that looks like in the it's, realm of their relationship. Right. Like, no, people I love like, that. Yes, because you can have a perfect relationship for you. And who is that to dictate what your relationship should be like? Correct. It's only between the two people that are in the relationship. Exactly. Because if you like it, I love it for you. You know, right. but, and people can't, oh, you got to have this. You got no, no, no. You have to do what works for those two individuals. Right. That's right. Because we're, we're the only, well, we're the two and, you know, in the it's relationship true. and we really have to answer to one another. We don't have to answer to other people. No, we don't have not, to explain or justify to other people. And unfortunately, all. that's what happens. We find ourselves when we, when we don't understand, we find ourselves, like I said earlier, we're talking to everybody else except the person who's in the relate who we're in the relationship with and we're not sharing the truth with them or they're not sharing the truth with us and then next thing you know everybody's like well you know what i think maybe this doesn't work and we should just go our own separate ways sometimes that is needed but sometimes if if people would just take the time out to have a conversation you could you could mend whatever the situation an honest, is an honest conversation on an top honest, of it and move on yeah, and that's the thing. And the thing is, too, that we as women, we cannot be so, we, we have to be excited about us, about our life. Absolutely. We are. You can't be excited so much about your partnership. You can't be more excited about the partner than you are about uh, yourself. Right. Because when right. you're in that position, you know, like I knew um, a couple of ladies, they married to like professional football players and, you know. So now I done been with you through college. Now you, you're a pro, ball player. Now you got everybody there. So because of your lack of who you are, and now, of course, he's feeling himself, you know, I'm going to do whatever I got to do to keep him, even if that means bringing other people into our bedroom. Mm, yeah. But once a person wants to do that, and, and it's a, a sign to me of disrespect. Correct. You know, you're, you're just going down that rabbit hole. Yes. That is not, it doesn't work, you know, and it didn't work. You know what I mean? You're on your way because if you would have been true to who you were, you know, and said, you know, we, we probably need some counseling because that's not how this relationship is going right. to work. This is not how, this is not what we do. This is not how, this is not what I'm going to do. And this is not right. what you're going to so, do as long as we are together. So yeah, we have to, something has to be discussed and changed here. Absolutely. But you look at all the. I mean, I mean, women do do. I, I do, women do things for themselves. But I think that when you look at all the like the butt augmentations, especially the butt augmentations and the and all this kind of stuff, what is all of that? What happened to the individuality? You look on IG when these I so-called IG models, they all look exactly the same, the same body, the same. It's like wow. There's no, there's many different shapes of bodies. Because we're more concerned about the outer image of ourselves than we are the, the inner exactly. image exactly. of ourselves. And exactly. if, if you don't, if you don't have a good inner image, you don't know who you are. You don't know who you aspire to be and you don't love who you are, then right. You're, you're, you're like a chameleon. You're going to constantly take on exactly everything else of everyone else 
exactly. so that you can fit. And that's the thing. We don't always have to fit everywhere in life. No, we don't. We want to be there. We want <laughs> to be first the of all, you can't. You can't. But realize that you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? you know, it's okay to like wear your natural hair. You do not have to wear a weave. You know what I mean? Hello. Even though like I was on a plane, it's like, oh, we love your hair. And now like, well, it's mine. It's real. You know what I mean? It's not a wig. <laughs> but it's like, and, and it's sad. It's really, really, really sad. And it's getting yes. worse. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wow, what happened to that? Because what you do know for sure is that when you feel good and feel beautiful on the inside, it shines on the outside. Yes, it does. You can cover all that up as much as yeah. you want. You can definitely see through all of that. Yeah, your you inner know? image will sh- will shine brightly on the outside, and it's that's so true. because that's so that's true. where you know it's like you're beautiful inside and out, or not and that, only. And beauty is more than skin deep. It, it is. It, it's, it's skin deep. It, it is, is more than what you see out here. Because the same way you could see a beautiful person or a handsome person and you say, but you have such a stink, nasty attitude. That attitude that kills makes it. you ugly. It kills it. You're like, kills it. you're like, I don't even see the beauty in you. All I see is how, how ugly, ugly you are from the inside your, your out. Your soul is ugly. Right. Exactly. So, you know, you know mm-hmm. we, we always have to remember the inner, the inner person, your inner me, <laughs> right? Your inner yep. me is mm-hmm. sometimes our greatest enemy mm-hmm. because we wrestle with that inner person, the spirit of myself versus what I think the world says I should be or should be doing. And, and that's, that's a hard place to be in. And you have to, like I said, you have to every now and then have to take an evaluation of yourself and go back and have those hard conversations with self about decisions we've made about people we've been in, we've encountered and things we've done that we should have, we should have never done. Exactly. We should have never been involved with, you know how they say people come into your life for a reason in a season. Mm-hmm. Some exactly. people had no reason and they damn they sure didn't deserve didn't a season. season. <laughs> <laughs> they had no reason and they damn sure did not deserve a season of it's any so sort. It's so true. But we gave, like- we gave away parts of ourselves to people that we, what I always tell you, please give me that back. <laughs> you didn't deserve it then. You, you didn't deserve, deserve it then. You don't deserve it now. Can I please have it back? Yes. I mean, it's like when I used to like, you know, I, I modeled for a long time and I know my thing is going, I modeled for a long time and they were, one of the agency was like, oh, you need to get a nose job. I'm not getting a nose job. <laughs> like you have the lost your mind. My nose fits my face. Yes, you know? it does. And so I wasn't trying to do any of that, but some people would have, I never felt I'm getting, I'm getting plugging in now. Okay. Um, there we go I never felt the need to do that you know where some people oh you know I, and that was just something I was like okay maybe I'll continue to do this I get get really into corporate after I graduated right and I was like oh that was it I'm done you know that's okay I don't need to do all of that right but you know, I'm not changing you know I belong to the itty bitty titty committee and it works I'm the president yeah, I because I, I know a good push up bra when I see one. What? Wonder like, Twins activate, baby. Exactly. Exactly. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, it's just so many things that you, besides, I can't imagine going to somebody's knife because somebody said like, oh, right. I'm only going to knife right. if I have to. Okay. Right. That's not your, your lips are too full. Your nose is too big. Yeah. Your eyes are too small. Your yeah. buns are too big, yeah. but your breasts are too small. Guess what? I well, am I know not here for you. But this one thing I've not lied, I may do. I am not gonna lie because I, I'm my eyebrows. I, I, I'm thinking about if I could get an eyebrow transplant with no, you know, repercussions from it, I would do that. Well, I'm glad there are repercussions, so you won't be doing that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because I see somebody that did it, and their eyes were so swollen. I was like, oh my god, like their face blew no. up. Well, no. no, the person they did um the edge. They had that edge. No. Like, I, I, but I, I said, like, I don't like the pain. So, you know, I got a nice eyebrow pencil. We just worked that thing. <laughs> right. The first <laughs> time, I was, you talk about eyebrows. I remember the first time I was, it was my 30th birthday. I decided that I was going to wax my eyebrows. I had never done anything to my eyebrows. I never had a lot of eyebrows to begin with. But I, for my 30th birthday, I thought I would wax my eyebrows. And I'm very, you know, I'm, I have a high tolerance for pain. Like I've, I've delivered babies, natural childbirth. You know, I had an appendicitis. I was, you know, uh, sitting at home for three days. The thing was about to rupture and I'm just like, oh, I'm okay. So have a high tolerance for pain. So anyway, I get my eyebrows done for my birthday and so, you know, the young lady's talking me through it and she puts the wax on, on, you know, and she's, you know, and she's like, you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, I was so excited to get this done. I just got my hair cut out. You couldn't tell me nothing. She put the little, she's like, I'm going to, so she puts the little tape on and she rips the tape off. Heat rolls in my belly. Heat rose in my belly and tear, a tear, a tear came out of my eye. She said, are you okay? I could not speak. She says, well, I have to do the other one. Mm -hmm. She rips that one off. More heat rose in my belly and another tear. By the time she cleaned up and I walked across from her station to go sit on that chair, my forehead said, I look like Superman. I had a hood over my. So the moral of the story is no one's going to convince me that I need to do anything for you or that is painful to me to make you happy. It's not happening. So, so, I, so I guess it's easy to say that you won't be getting a Brazilian. No, ever. <laughs> no, ever. Never, ever, never, ever. No, no. <laughs> it's so funny you would say that because my daughter, she's like, she's the queen. I'm like, girl, you, I said, you more mature than me. Which one? My, my youngest. Really? Yes. Yes, I think Savannah does that too. She doesn't like. I'm like she because she's like, I can't. She doesn't want to get all her hair removed. She's like, like oh my removed. god. She's like, she's like, mommy, you don't understand. It's so clean and it's so neat. Yeah, that's lovely. But your mother is not doing it. I remember one of my friends did that some years or years ago. Was on her way to Hawaii for vacation, and when she left, she was walking. She was waddling when she came in. <laughs> And when she came back two weeks later, she was 
She said, I couldn't even get in the water. You went all the way to Hawaii, baby, and couldn't get in the water, baby. No, I'm good. Those things you gotta do a, a, like two weeks ahead to make sure. I don't you need. I listen. No, no, no. I don't need that kind of snack. No, 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 no. I'm wonderful. I, I, I can't. I'm I can't. good. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I, I listen. Like, my eyebrows have always been like thin. Like in my family, it's just like that. And so I never had my eyebrows like waxed anyway. Listen, so I there's more than own. one way to skin a cat. Exactly. I always did my own eyebrows. Like, <laughs> I used to be the eyebrow queen. I come to the house and say, oh, let's do eyebrows. Yeah. Because they don't have, you know, and I, I, I know how to do eyebrows, you know? Like, yes. so I've never, no, yeah, no, we're not doing that. You know? Yeah, we're not doing that. What do you think was enough? I'm good. I'm like, Whoa. So, but anyhow, it looks <laughs> like you are, you are on the move. So yeah. we didn't, I didn't say this earlier. So Steph is in her, in her, in her dream place. She's home. She's in Savannah. She's, yeah. See that smile? See that smile? She's going to have that smile the whole time she's there. And when she comes back, every time you say Savannah, see, look at that. Look at that face. I know. You know, I love Savannah. <laughs> yes. And, and see, her daughter's name is Savannah. Right now. Yes. She loves Savannah. So I, do. I want you to have a wonderful, wonderful time. Get some rest, have some fun, enjoy your family. I'm not going to pop up this weekend. So you don't have to wait. <laughs> I, know. I, I already knew that. I, was like, I know you got a lot going on. And it's like, because you're going to be staying on Wilmington Island. So I'll be, I'm here now, this place. So I'm just hopping along, staying at different places. I'll, I'll nice. be here for days and I'm staying in three different places. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, listen, that's what is, that's, that's how, that's the nicety of not having, you don't have nobody to have to answer. You just do what you want. I know that's right. That is a be. good thing. But yeah. I did, it was interesting leaving the house yesterday. Yes. I must admit because I have, like, we, we definitely have, you know, taught our children well, you know. Yes. And so when we're going somewhere, my son gets all the luggage, he packs the car, he takes the right. garbage, makes sure the dog is good. You know, Savannah does make sure everything's turned off. You know, we have right. our rules. Yes. Now that I had to do this all myself yesterday, I can honestly tell you, I miss my kids. Yes, and absolutely. Now that I'm here. I'm saying like, oh, I got to put the gas in my car myself because normally Savion, that's he knows that's his job right. to put the gas in the car. So now right. I got to do that myself. <laughs> right, right. Now you're an independent child. Independent. Exactly. But you know, the, the key is that I can do it. That's it's not right. that I didn't know how to do it, but right. when, you, when you're working together, you have roles and that's, that's the right. Role. And, and always remember, remember what role you play. Exactly, exactly. And just don't play the victim role. I know that's right. Remember I know the role right. you play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yep. really that's good. all good. Yeah, yeah, but my baby, she's coming in today. Her and okay, her boyfriend. awesome. Nice. Yeah, and then my, my nieces, they're all on the same plane. Okay, nice. Awesome. Yeah. So well, I want good. you to have a wonderful weekend. And okay, we hope that all of you have a wonderful weekend. And um, we want you all to also consider, you know, take some time this weekend, this week, these, you know, next month to evaluate your pts your post, absolutely <laughs> your definitely. past tense situations and really evaluate them and see how they're affecting you are they affecting you what have you learned from them what can you change what can you do differently so that you don't continue to stack up your past tense situations so and i would i would definitely share with people find your happy place find the place that makes you that gives you joy Yes. Even if that place is in your mind, yes. I can honestly tell you, I'm going to start meditating, you know, at least, you know, I'm going to start 10 minutes a day 
right. and really try to find my happy place to, you know, to get my vibrational level a lot higher so I could like operate from a higher vibrational level. And when you operate like that, you feel so much better in your life. Yes, you do. And, and you know, make a choice about your day. I yes. choose that no matter how wrong the day goes, I'm still going to be happy in this day. Right. And no matter what goes on, you still, and no matter what goes on, I'm still, you control happy. your level of happy. Exactly. I'm on my way. I'm so excited to go see my friends. I haven't seen each other in a year and a half and all yeah. this kind of things. I'm just excited. You know, my right. car breaks down. I never made it, but I still had a really wonderful day. Right. You know, we just had to make that for another day and that's okay too. That's right. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, again, we thank you all so much for joining us. So we hope that you all have garnered some wisdom, some nuggets, something to walk away with or some moments to say, hmm, I really need to think about that. So we thank you all for joining us today. And um, always remember, Steph and I are both life coaches. You can reach me at I do love coaching um, on Instagram or I do love coaching at gmail.com. You can find me also on our Spotify on our, the autopsy of her healing involving resiliency, or you can just reach out to me on Facebook. Um, Steph, you want to share? Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I'm on um, mymentor.life slash Stephanie Diani Davenport. Okay, awesome. I don't know what I did now, and I can't see you. I know you can't see me either. I see. Yeah, I see your. I see your beautiful picture, but I don't see. You. Oh, you see? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't get me started. What happened? Because everything <laughs> I put on do not disturb, and just kept oh. getting disturbed. Oh, okay. And this might be that you turned your camera off some way, somehow. Okay. I think I went, I don't know. Don't get me started. All right, honey bunny. All right. Well, we love you all. Thank you all so much. Have a blessed weekend. And Steph, I love you. Thank you so much. I love you too, honey. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Have a great weekend. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.